Today's passage from the Gospel of John is one that has always captivated me. And it's awkwardness because it deals with feet in public and in its beauty. Mary had witnessed Jesus perform miracles. She had heard him teach. Mary had come to know Jesus' heart. But just days before, she'd witnessed something that made her realize even more that this was not just any man, that, that Jesus was special. Because in the midst of her mourning her brother Lazarus's death, Jesus came. And after weeping with the sisters, Jesus called Lazarus out of the tomb. Jesus called Lazarus out of death. And Mary knew. Mary knew then Jesus, Jesus was special. And so, and so Mary, moved by who Jesus was, she went to him, not caring who else was around, not caring what they might think. And she knelt at his feet. And she poured out a pound of perfume lavishly and extravagantly on his feet before taking them and with her own hair, his feet right there in her face. She used her hair to dry them. Because she was so moved by who he was. She wanted to do something. She wanted to worship him because that's what it meant to to kneel at someone's feet. That's what it meant to pour out perfume on someone, to anoint them. It, It was an act reserved for royalty. It was an act reserved for worship. And this pound of perfume, this pound of pure nard that Mary had brought that cost 300 denarii then would cost nearly $50,000 today. It wasn't nothing what Mary did. More than likely, Mary took everything that she had her security to buy this perfume to anoint Jesus' feet because she knew that he was worthy of this act of worship. She knew that he was trustworthy for her to do this. From the first moment that Mary encountered Jesus and every moment that followed only validated to her that she wanted her story to be a part of Jesus' story. 
She wanted her story to be about the story that she knew that God was writing. She knew that she wanted her story to be about Jesus coming to usher in the kingdom of God. She knew that she wanted her story to be about good news for the hurting and the sick and the hungry and the thirsting and the outcasts. Mary knew that she wanted her story to be about Jesus' invitation that everyone is welcome to God's table. She knew from her encounters with him that she wanted her life and her story to be about lifting his up. This month at St. Matthew's, we've been talking about our story, about the story that God is choosing to write here at this church in and through us. It's a story that, that, that we just have to look around ourselves to see God at work. I tell other pastors the things that our church is doing, the things that are happening, and they are inspired by us. They tell me that they are going to be praying for us because they, they know just from the stories, from what they hear, that God is doing something here. That our story here at St. Matthew's is part of God's story for his kingdom. We've talked about, as part of our story, the need for our presence. The need for us to choose to to claim our place in the story that God is writing. The need for us to, to be present and to be formed as individuals and as a community of faith in God's word. We've, we've talked about our story, our gifts. About the fact that God has placed within each and every single one of us at our birth. Particular gifts. That we can use. For the good of his children and for the glory of his name. That God has thought so much of us to place those gifts within us. But there's still a part of our story that we haven't talked about. And it's a part of our story that we usually get pretty uncomfortable when we talk about it. And if you're a visitor, I really apologize. And I promise we do not talk about money every Sunday. But at the same time, today... I don't feel uncomfortable talking about money because the financial part of our story is part of our walk with God and we can't avoid it. How we as Christians view money and how we spend our money, every bit of our money is part of our discipleship and we can't forget that. We can't run away from that. It is a part of our story with God. 
And the fact is that this church cannot be who we have become known in our community to be. That we cannot even gather here on Sunday mornings for worship without our gifts of money. It takes money to run. It takes money to do things. And yes, that can be uncomfortable. But after, after I read the scripture passage for today, after I continued to pray on it, why I'm not uncomfortable talking about money today is because I realize more and more that the gift of our money is an act of worship that we should never, ever underestimate. That the gifts that we bring, every gift that we bring to the feet of Christ that are used for his glory and his kingdom is beautiful. It is beyond anything that we could ever begin to understand what God does with each and every gift. Our worship, our giving enables our church to be a presence each month for those who are homebound and in the hospital and and unable to come to church for communion. Our worship, our giving enables us to deliver nearly a thousand meals a year through Christ's cupboard. Our worship, our giving pays for the printing of the prayer list. That's everything. Because this prayer list that Kay and Ann put together every week enables us as a faith community to know how we can be in prayer for and with one another. The money for this counts. It counts. Our worship, our giving, enables us to provide a space and staff So that every child and youth who enters this building, this church, knows that they are valued, that they are of worth. And that not only are they loved by the people of St. Matthew's, but that here is a place where they will learn that Jesus loves them. And here is a place where they will learn to follow after Jesus. Our worship, our giving, enables our older adults to gather each month for a time of fellowship and food. It enables them to gather each week for Bible study in the day where it's easier for them to come. Our worship, our giving enables us to light and heat and cool a building that is known in our community for the, all of the things that we have here. Hundreds of people every single day throughout the year come into this building. Even if not for worship, they know that they are welcome here. Our worship... Our giving enables us to be a presence in our community. There are partnerships with Madison Countyans Allied Against Poverty, Forest Trinity Mission, 
Cairo's prison ministry and birthday gift for Christ where every year our church takes up the challenge to make Christmas happen for 50 to 60 families in need. Our worship, our giving helps us to extend our reach and our presence beyond our geographic location to Honduras, to the places affected by Hurricanes Irma and Harvey and Maria. Our worship, our giving, along with the giving of other Methodist churches around the world, enables us to be a part of the planting of churches. And it enables us to help fund missionaries who go out and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to those who have never heard his name. Our worship, our giving here enables us to pave new paths that God is calling us to walk down. Like this year, we had our first annual family retreat with 77 people, 18 families attending, and each one left saying what a transformational weekend it was. Our worship, our giving is helping us start a special needs ministry that is needed in not only this church, but in this community. So that people can feel safe and comfortable coming to this church, knowing that no matter what the special need is in their family, that we will be able to one day provide for them so that they can come. Our worship, our giving makes us a part of every life touched by this church. Every person who is impacted by the mission and ministries of this church owes it to the gifts that are given that make it possible. Our worship, our giving is about enabling us to live out the vision that God has given us here to be a family of faith reaching out to share the life-changing love and grace of Jesus Christ. So we don't need to be uncomfortable talking about money in church because money is what helps empower us to be the hands and feet of Christ in this world. God is doing something here. God is continuing to dream new dreams for us. God is continuing to show us new paths by which we can follow and by which we can be faithful. And it's all because of you. It's all because of all of us who choose each and every month to give, to support what God is doing in and through this particular family of faith. And that is why this month we are asking everyone to take this commitment card and to pray over it. Now let me make myself clear that that our church is not looking for membership fees. This is not about feeling like it's an obligation. Because what we believe is that when we look around and see what God is doing here, that we will want to be a part of it, that we will want all of our story to be a part of what God is doing here. 
So we are asking for each of us to truly pray about how we can financially support what God is going to do in and through this church family in 2018. Because the pledges that we get in do tell us how we should plan for 2018, for ministries, for staff, for everything. This does matter. And here's the thing. As we invite everyone to take this home and to, and to pray over it, and not just a, a pretty number that fits in our budgets, or not just the same old, same old, unless that's truly, after prayer, what you've come to. What we want everyone to do is to, to take this and pray Asking God, how much can, is he calling us to financially support what he is doing here? But also for God to show us what is still yet to come. Because here's the thing. We live in Madison City and Madison County and Mississippi in the Bible Belt. And still over half of the population doesn't care about going to church. Over half of the population doesn't think Jesus is worth it. Truly. So we still have a whole lot to do. We still have a whole lot of work to do. To bring others to the feet of Christ. And so... As, as we begin to come to a close in worship today, I invite us as the offering baskets are passed, as the worship team starts to lead us in a final song. If you didn't get one of these when you came in, there's some at the altar that I invite you to come forward and to take. To not just rush through filling it out, but to truly be in prayer about how each of us can be a part of the story that God is writing here. And so, I, as it is every Sunday, in these moments, the front is open for prayer. If you feel led to join this faith family, you can come and find me at the front. But, but more than anything, let us just take this time to be thankful that we are able to gather here for worship. That we are able to be present with our God this morning. If you'll please pray. Oh Lord, every bit of our lives is yours. Help, help it to be so. Help us to give everything that we have for your honor and for your glory as an act of worship, as an act of recognizing your worthiness and your trustworthiness. Help us to follow with our whole selves, with our whole stories. We trust in you, O oh Lord. It's in your son's name we pray.